1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Now, on the 26th of August last, Ethna Minahan was at a wedding at the Walter Raleigh Hotel in Yawl. And, Etna, you didn't feel well. You went up to your hotel room and then tell me what happened. Good morning. Hi,
2: good morning. Um, so, yeah, I was at a wedding. I went, I was out dancing with my niece. Mm-hmm. And I got, when I came off the dance floor, I got a pain in my teeth. Pain in your that teeth? Kind of unusual pain. Yeah, just oh. my teeth. There was nothing else, no chest pains or anything. Right. And I went over to my husband and I said, God, i got an awful pain in my teeth. And
3: you know, and it was, was it
0: one, sorry, now this is strange, was it mm-hmm. one tooth in particular or was it just... No, all your, my no?
2: teeth. Wow. All my teeth.
0: Never yeah. came across that um, before. Cause
2: it stopped me in my tracks as I was walking off the floor. Right. Um, I kind of went, Jesus, what was that? Mm-hmm. Um. So then I said it to my husband, we kind of passed it off. A minute or two passed and I said, oh... I have to leave. Mm. And he went, okay. And I just felt very hot and kind of agitated. Right. So we went up to the hotel room and straight into the bathroom and I started throwing up. Literally, we walked in the door. And I just kind of said, oh, thank God, I'll feel better. Once that's out, I'm going to feel a whole lot better. Yeah. So the next thing, my teeth started hurting me again. And I said to my husband, oh, now my teeth are sore. And as I said it, I got a pain in my chest. Christ. I started crying and I said, I know I have a pain in my chest. I thought I, thought I was after pulling something from vomiting. Yeah. So he said, I'm going to ring Karen, who's my brother.
0: Yeah. He's he a paramedic, isn't at he? At the
2: wedding as well. Yeah. He's a paramedic. And I said, do not ring him. I said, it's no big deal once I have this out, I'll feel better, I'll get into bed. He said, no, no, I'm ringing him. He said afterwards, he just knew by looking at me that something wasn't right, it wasn't just me being sick. Yeah. So, Kieran came up to the room, and he... Sorry, just one moment. It's okay. So, he said, "Um, are you okay? And like that, I was upset, and I remember everything and I just said, you know, my teeth are hurting, I'm after being sick, I have a pain in my chest, I'm after pulling something, you know, there's no need for you to be here, I'm fine, it'll pass. But like that, he ignored me <laughs> and I do remember him asking my husband to see could he go and get an aspirin right. and I was thinking to myself, why is he getting me an aspirin? Now, I know what aspirin is for, yeah. but I was saying... Why is he giving me an aspirin? That's not gonna stop me from getting sick. Yeah. I, I just didn't twig what was going on. Yeah.
0: He had sensed so, he had sensed that this was more than just you feeling off. Me being sick. Yeah.
2: yeah. So um and like that he didn't you know he had poker face on. Everything was all very calm and cool and so, um, then my, the, my husband came back and with the hotel manager, Jason, and in fairness, Jason was holding my hand and I was kind of caught for breath. And he was saying, you're okay, try and breathe with me. And then the paramedics arrived in. Yeah. Two lovely people, Kira and Tommy. So they did everything they had to do. Mm. Um, you know, they hooked me up to the ECG. And um,
1: you were having a it didn't say addressed.
2: anything to me. Mm. And so at that point, I was having a heart attack, apparently. And I said, am I having a heart attack? And one of the paramedics just said, look, we'll pack you up and we'll bring you up to the CUH. Again, everything was all very calm and, you mm. know, there's no big deal. And I was OK. And I. Kind of the penny was finally starting to drop. And I said, Oh my god, am I having a heart attack? It was just very surreal. Mm. So I asked, could I change my clothes? Because I had again, I felt my clothes were too tight. It was like everything was heightened. Yeah. Um so and I felt a bit claustrophobic in my clothes and so absolutely, she got me leggings and a t-shirt and she was helping me in the bathroom of the, of the paramedic lift And she was helping me in the bathroom to change my clothes and I don't remember anymore. Um, apparently that's when I went into cardiac arrest. So Karen would be able to take up the side of the story because obviously in those minutes I don't know okay. what happened. Well,
0: let's bring him so, in. Um. His he now. Uh, D joins me also for the National Ambulance Service, but Jero, I think Kieran is actually with you there. So
4: uh, he is, PJ. Yeah. Could so you I put could
0: you me on to him for a second so he can take we, the story up?
4: Let like Kieran like pick it up from here, I suppose. So I pass you on there.
0: Thank you very much, Jero.
3: Morning,
0: PJ. Hi, Kieran. Sir, so you were at the wedding with with Ethna, and sh- she calls you up to the room. Take the story up from there.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. we were at a wedding. It was my sister-in-law, Siobhan. She was getting married. And um, I got a phone call from Chris, Etna's husband. Mm. Etna was sick up in the room. So I went up to her. And uh, she, as, she, as she said, she was on the floor in the bathroom. She complained about uh, chest pain and, and her teeth. She kept saying her teeth were killing her. And just by looking at her, her presentation, you know, I, I've been to a, a lot of these <clears throat> type of calls. and this presentation... I knew we were, we were going on a path there, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said I call I call the the ambulance out, and I did, and uh, the all ambulance in fairness, the Kira and Tommy they were out in no time, and um, we, we we quickly assessed on the um, ECG, we had done the ECG on it, and, uh, and we could see that she was having a a heart attack, um, and as she was saying. Um, she wanted to change her clothes, so Kira was giving her a hand. And then uh, Ciara t- uh, called up to us to say that Etna was actually, she was having a, a hypoxic um, seizure, which is usually just comes just before cardiac arrest. Mm. So we got Etna out of the bathroom, into the um, bedroom, so we'd have more space because we, you know, we knew where this was going, if you like. I do. And, uh, yeah, Etna went into cardiac arrest in front of us. So we we literally were on, you know, we were on her chest uh, doing compressions and we got three shocks into her. We'd done about six minutes of CPR on her. And, uh, yeah, we got her out of the car, arrest if you like. And she, shortly after that, then she was coming around. She didn't come around fully, but she was coming around. So we got our heart um, back into a rhythm, whereby, uh, you know, it was... Um, she was in a proper cardiac rhythm at that stage.
0: Yeah. You know? yeah, it must be very, and she mentioned your poker face, and it's something I think paramedics are trained to do, and it probably makes you so good at what you do, but it must be very hard to keep that up when it's your own sister.
3: Yeah, I, uh, you know, PJ, I, I'm, I'm in the job. I'm in my 16th year and i want the job. Um, so, as I said, I, I've, got, I've gone to an awful lot of categories down through the years. But when it is your own sister, when it is your own family, it is, you know, it's a di- different kettle of fish. But, you know, we're very well trained. And I think the training really, really just kicked in. So, I was, thankfully, I to put on my paramedic hat um, mm-hmm. to work on it. It, it. it was the following day before it hit me, to be honest with you, PJ, you sure. know. Um, but in the moment, the training literally kicked in, and um, you know, with with the help of the the ambulance crew from the all and absolutely the all um, fire service, um, you know, I, I knew we had everything we needed. Yeah. And they, when the fire service arrived, I knew with the, the 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 ambulance and everything, I knew we had everything we needed to get the to get Etna out of the hotel. Yeah. And yep. up the park, up the up once, to the. Beach, once you had her
0: stabilized, you could get her safely up the road into into the hospital. The uh, up a- the, you what, what? what? What do you remember next, Aetna?
2: Um, like I remember everything except those few minutes, and then when I came around, I woke up to a room full of firemen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Which wasn't a bad thing really to be fair. So <laughs> they were <laughs> they they were amazing yeah. to be fair to them. You know, they were they were very calming and you know I know that's their job absolutely, yeah. but to experience it yeah. was fantastic they were fantastic. I I I can't say enough about them. And about Karen, my my husband even said watching him go from brother to paramedic you know, in a split second, he said, Like we obviously we were talking about it in the days afterwards, and he said, to watch him go from um, brother to paramedic was just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I remember going, you know, them bringing me down the stairs in the hotel, the, the firemen, um, and again, they were just reassuring and calming and I felt completely safe because when I first came around, I was in um, like a stretcher with the the velcro. Yeah. So that they could get, and I I felt again like that, a bit claustrophobic, a bit, a bit panicked. You know, obviously my initial thought was, what 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 is going on? Because I was in the bathroom one minute, um, but again like that, they were just so calming. Yeah. I knew. After like a minute or two, mm. that I, w- I was safe.
0: You were safe, you know? and that's a, that's a must be a lovely feeling. That, that's after massive. The, that, must be a lovely feeling. Um, Kieran, do you want to take this one, or maybe even pass it across to to Gerard If if this thing about pain in your teeth is that something you've come across? You said you've been out to many a cardiac arrest. Is that something you've come across before? Because it's certainly a new one on me, Kieran.
4: PJ, so I take that. Um, Yes, sir. I suppose generally what we find, to be honest, is that people would have pain in their chest and radiating up their jaw. So I suppose it would, you know, inevitably be in their teeth. But that might confuse somebody too because they think, you know, what has my teeth got to do with my heart? But it's just referred pain. It's travelling. The pain is (sighs) travelling up into their jaw or generally down their left arm but it can it can travel anywhere so the pressure, both- the,
0: pressure the, the pressure from the heart attack is reflected through the nerves and the teeth that's what it is
1: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at Branch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
4: That's, that's basically it. And I mean, you know, like people might brush this off and we'd say for the likes of Etna there, um, you know, thankfully somebody was with her that was able to recognize that you know, she was in a spot of bother here, and let's, let's ring Karen and get him to have a look. And, you know, as he said himself, he's in his 16 chairs of paramedic, and we can have all the fancy equipment and all the fancy training, but it's the experience of looking at somebody, and when you know somebody is sick, you can see somebody is sick. Yeah. And I think the experience there is what really, you know, saved Etna's life, because he knew, regardless of a little bit of civil rivalry, rivalry of, no, you're not calling the ambulance. Yes, I am calling the
0: ambulance. <laughs> you know, You'll do what you're told you, in this situation. you do what you're
4: told. You know. <laughs> he, he, insisted, he insisted on the ambulance being called, and thankfully they were on scene and able to diagnose yeah. that, yes, Aetna was having you know, a massive heart attack. Um, they were making preparations at the time to bring her straight to the, the PCI lab in CUH, so it's a bypass protocol we have when somebody is having a massive heart attack. We don't go to accident and emergency where possible to go straight in onto the operating table in oh, the cath lab. Very so good. it's the whole process up. Um, and I suppose, look, uh, unfortunately, she did go into cardiac arrest, but the right people were there at the time and then to have the local fire service back them up as well, it yeah. just meant that for Karen, which I'm sure was a, a highly emotionally charged event for him, he was able to step back as being that paramedic again and now be the brother and make the phone calls and do what he had to do as a, yeah. as her big brother. Um, and look, thankfully, the outcome was tremendous. wasn't so it just... It was an important message is uh, in all of it, PJ. Is the speed of getting the hands on the chest doing CPR, regardless whether you're a paramedic, a firefighter, or the local librarian. You know, if people just do a CPR course, with 70% of these type of things happening in the home, a the chance there is going to be a loved one. You'll do it, do it on. And here we are now. We're looking at Karen with 16 years' experience and his first experience of, of a cardiac arrest in the home or in a hotel whilst his sister. Yeah. So, you know, whether you're a paramedic, a fireman, or just, you know, the local the local librarian, as long as somebody is doing CPR and getting the defibrillator on the chest, that's what's you're saving Very life.
0: solid advice. Hold on there for me one second, It's Edna, uh, 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 I'm going to be terribly rude and, and ask you what age you are. <laughs>
2: Uh, 48 I was 48 when it happened I'm 49 now
0: you look and I'm looking at pictures of you here down at the Fire and Rescue Service and you look and sound and you seem way too young yeah. to have a heart attack and Gerard that's one of the great myths isn't it it is I mean look I
4: mean Anybody can suffer a heart attack, you know, for for any kind of reason. Um, You know, it could be a simple thing like somebody off a a long-haul flight who develops a clot and that clot travels and it it eventually gets to the heart. Um, And, you know, people would often ask us, what's the difference between a heart attack and a cardiac arrest? Well, the easiest way to put it is that a heart attack is generally a plumbing problem where there's a blockage in a pipe. So, in that case, it's a blockage of the coronary artery which causes severe chest pain and radiating to the jaw or the arm, whereas a cardiac arrest is that the heart has completely stopped and the person is generally lying on the floor unresponsive. Um, But just goes to show that a heart attack gone untreated you Know can develop into a cardiac arrest, and in the length of time that it happened for and they were only talking. I suppose from the time she left the dance store to the time she was in cardiac arrest was probably about 10 minutes, you know. So, you know, it is so important that people do ring nine or 112, you okay, know, so. when they do suffer that level of, of chest pain because and it could be life threatening.
0: And lastly, Jer, and we take calls here and messages every day of the week about the failings in our health service but i think you have to hold your hands up and say the skills are there and there was proof of it that night the skills and the experience are there and our people our paramedics are brilliant
4: Absolutely, PJ. And I mean, for, you know, with this particular call for Etna, like she had the skills of her brother being a par- an experienced paramedic. She had the local uh, YAL ambulance, again, very experienced paramedics. The local YAL fire service with experienced emergency first responders. And we work regularly hand in hand with all of those agencies anyway at road traffic accidents and the like. And even more so in recent times with medical calls. Um, And then, you know, we had the advanced life support coming as well from from Cork City with an advanced paramedic. So all of that coming together, you know, really attributed to saving her life. But what, you know, I can only ever come back to all the time, PJ, is that unless somebody is doing the basic of CPR when we get there, often, no matter how much of the fancy stuff we bring to a scene, Mm. the outcome isn't as positive. We need the basics to be done right. And, you know, we would always reach out to people to to learn CPR. And if I was to just, I suppose, signpost somebody towards, or or, we have a dedicated website, which is becomeacfr.ie, and, you know, it will direct people to training. It will direct people to how to set up a community first responder scheme that will get an alert when something like this happens. And they can go and help the ambulance service or in, in rural areas often they get there ahead of the ambulance service due to the journey time and the geographical areas of Ireland. So it is working, PJ. And thankfully, you know, Etna, like, while she thought she woke up in heaven with all the firefighters... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know, it was a great system. We say it takes a system to save a life. And that particular night, that system worked so well. And it's just, you know, it's an honour to be able to have Ethna on air with with yourselves and be able to tell her story. Because, you know, this is a regular thing that happens around Ireland every day. And often the outcome isn't great, but, you know, with no, this one you know this it's, it's
0: absolutely good okay listen i'll leave you all there thank you very much s i'm delighted to see that you're back to full health um and chris is chris all right did he get over it
2: <laughs> just about <laughs> um i i do keep him on his toes so <laughs> well
0: um, you certainly did that anyway and i don't mean his oh, dancing I, I toes either. Did,
2: yeah <laughs> absolutely all right, can, I, I, like, can i just say as well on, go on. you know i will forever be grateful to every single person and I saw how they all if they were tag team, they were just outstanding and yeah. I'll forever be grateful okay. and to to Kieran there as well I suppose I'd say thank you to, you know, so everyone hears it, yeah he's great <laughs> 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 best brother ever
0: Fantastic, <laughs> alright yeah. delighted, delighted to talk to you Ethan, and to Kieran, and to Jar indeed and Chris, to hear that st- wonderful story of just how it all comes together when it's needed, but there's great advice there from Gerald D. And there's lots of people do these cardiac first responder classes, um, and they are everywhere. There's a cardiac first responder everywhere, but they need more of them. Thank you, guys, and best of luck and continued good health to Ethna. Courts ninety six FM. Imagine